You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Hardin, and today we're talking about Thanksgiving, Enneagram, and health. We are going to really have a nice special as we hope to influence both the health of your marriage and your relationships with your family and also your body this Thanksgiving. So we're going to be covering some various triads and types a little bit, but Jen, my assistant, and she's a coach herself, we are both so excited for you to get to just hear us chat because it's like we're all chatting together in this episode. I really felt like it's just a conversation for all of us around our things. Thanksgiving prep. I know you're probably doing that with us this week. I seriously still have to get my turkey and everything. And so today, if you're listening live on Monday before Thanksgiving, you know I'm out running to get my turkey between my errands because I know it needs a few days to thaw by experience. I'm sure you've had some crazy stories from Thanksgivings in the past too, but today we just want to share and help you to be able to find your way to the best ever Thanksgiving. And obviously we know we've been through two crazy years of COVID. So I think we all just want a peaceful, good time and hoping that you and your family have a great one. So before we get to that, I want to let you know that we have a very special sale this week. We have not only our glow guides on a buy one, get one, but we also have our calendars. Our Enneagram and Marriage Glow Relationship Planners are also BOGO this week because we know you might want to buy some as gifts. So you can gift a couple of those and let us know who they go to in the notes section when you purchase and use the code BOGO GLOW. And you can get all of those goodies for just exactly two for one this week. I hope that's a blessing to you for your Black Friday shopping. I also want to say, I hope you had a great weekend. Mine was absolutely flooded with estrogen, a girl's weekend with dance moms and daughters and shout out to everyone at Dance Revolution. I had a great time there with my daughters. They were poured into heart, mind, body, soul, spirit, everything. And what I loved most about that crazy, bleary-eyed weekend, because mom life is crazy when you go to a dance convention, if any of you are previously dancers or are dancers or dance parents and any sport, really. Obviously, there was a big soccer convention going on at the same time in Orlando. But when you have kids that are school age and you're tracking them around weekend conventions, you're not sleeping much, you're getting up early, you're going to bed late. It's crazy vibes, but you're just hoping your kids will glean. And I just really felt like both of mine did and had really good mind, body, heart experiences, had time to really give their sorrows to God and to see the most moving dances be made bad like anything. So, and I think we made it out pretty much unscathed and they got mind, body, heart work and also tons and tons of social time. So, but just mom time was really fun and it was really cool to know that they all had the same goal of raising kids that are strong and not just fit, but emotionally fit and thoughtfully fit. So I love that. It was even special that one of my daughters was able to open up the big professional dance company show on Sunday because their team won out of 41 teams. And my inner three came out for a second and I'm like, oh my gosh, they won. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, this is totally for God's glory. Like everyone did great. Everyone did amazing. But it was just fun to see their glow out there. But anyway, without further ado, Let's get started into the episode so you guys can learn about relationship health and bodily health this Thanksgiving time. And community is a good thing, so let's try to talk about how we can do that really well. Hey, Jen, I'm so happy to have you with me for the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast special today. 
Oh, Krista, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. We have been having so much fun as a team. I'm so glad you came on to our Enneagram and Marriage team recently. Like this has been such a blast working with you. I could not be happier and it really has just flowed so seamlessly. I can't wait to all see all the projects we have in the near future. Me too. You guys, as I explained earlier, Jen is just such a gift to our team. And I'm sure if you haven't already spoken with her, you will be, if you have any questions and I try to get in there too, but she has been doing such a great job with our Facebook group. And I have been absolutely loving just partnering with her. Of course, you know, I love working with one. So thank you, Jen. (laughs) Oh, you're so welcome. And it's great that I get to work with you as a seven, because that is where I go to and help. So you're bringing out some of my seven qualities, Krista. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad. It's really cool when we can realize each other's gifts. And today I know that everybody is thinking about Thanksgiving and we have this wonderful time with you to talk about keeping healthy and staying fit while we have our Thanksgiving. And we're going to talk about relationships so that you guys as a couple can stay fit. But we're going to talk and tease you guys a little bit with some one, three glow stuff because Jen and her husband are the one, three glow. And I really think that because it's such a common pairing, we want to have you guys back to do the whole show, right, Jen? Oh my gosh, we would love to. And in fact, it was so funny when I told my husband, we were talking about this and he said, do you want me on? And I said, (laughs) don't worry, next time you'll get to go on. I said, just wait, this is just a little preview. (laughs) So excited to come on though. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yay. That is perfect. So you're the one, he's the three. And I would love if you guys, you could introduce him. And like I said, just give us a little teaser about the one, three glow today, because there's listeners who have one spouses who have three spouses. And we love to hear about this and your story. Yes. So it's a great story of how we met actually, because it's Mm. just so funny when you're not looking for love, how it kind of walks right through the door. Mm. And so when um, I had just moved back from England and I was living um, at my mom's house, getting my master's degree and working at a restaurant and he walked in the door and he sat at my table and we just had a great conversation. And you know, he was telling me he was going snowboarding. And I said, you know what, I've never gone snowboarding. And he said, really? And I said, yeah, I grew up here in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And I said, I've never gone. And he said, well, I have to take you. And I thought, no, you don't have to take me. You're just some guy up the street. No way. Um, But this was a Friday night. And I said, if you come in again tomorrow night, I'll think about it. So Mm -hmm. he came in again on Saturday night. And then he convinced me to meet him on the mountain. And actually I wasn't fully convinced. And so I said, Oh, sure. I'll meet you. I'll meet you. I got his number. And then he left me a really big tip and on it, he wrote, this will cover your rentals. And I'm like, well, (laughs) now I have to go because he left me this big tip. I can't just take it and run. And so I met him at the mountain. I had a really good feeling about him and we just, we hit it off and we were friends for a little bit. And then it was like, wow, this is a lot more. And so it progressed from there. And Fortunately, he moved from Long Island, New York to the area where I was living in Pennsylvania. And it's been history ever since. Oh my goodness. I have heard this story before, but I just melt when I hear it again. And there's our snow analogy, but (laughs) I love snowboarding the whole idea of all that. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm literally setting up the camera for a holiday movie special, but (laughs) oh my gosh. Well, it's funny because we probably would have been more of a comedy than a romance because on the mountain, I was terrible. I was absolutely terrible. And every time we got going, he was behind me on the 
boards on his board. And he's like, all right, just bend your knees, go slow. And then I would go too fast. And I would just throw myself on the ground and the board would come up. And he was like, she almost decapitated me like five times. And so that's our, more of our story. And I said, this is enough for me. And so that was my only time snowboarding. I've never done it since, but I got a husband out of the deal. So I'd say it was pretty good. (laughs) It's so funny. I love that. And of course him being a three, he was gifted at it. (laughs) He was so gifted. And the funny thing is me as a one, I had no desire to be good at it. I was like, this is not my strength. I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to do this Mm -hmm. ever again. And I, that's, (laughs) that's amazing that you know that, because I think that that's, I I do think that's a one thing of like, Hey, I'm confident in what I'm good at. And I know what I'm not good at. Like, that's pretty cool. You're like staying in my lane. Yes, that's exactly it. I'm staying in my lane and I have no desire to do any winter sports. It's really funny. And that's probably why we moved to North Carolina because I was like, Nope, I'm done. (laughs) Exactly. You can take little vacays here and there if you ever want a taste of the snow. So that's, and you love sunshine like me. Yes. I love it. And it's such a sunny day that I'm like, I will just soak it all up and be outdoors and doing Mm. outdoor sports in the sun all day long. Oh, that's amazing. Well, tell us a little bit about how you guys end up glowing together as that one and three, just what's something that you feel like after you realize this is such chemistry, like where do you guys feel like you really hit the world together and run? So one thing that's awesome about a one, three is I have a lot of what order to detail and I'm very Mm -hmm. meticulous. And Mm -hmm. he, on the other hand, is more focused on the big dreams. So that has helped us to build such a beautiful life and family together because, you know, I can just take the analogy. We built a house together in North Carolina and Mm -hmm. my order to detail picked out all of the details, but at the end it was his, you know, bigger dream of the whole thing coming together and how to make it happen that really accomplished it. So that's one thing that I think, um, he really helps me with. But even more than that, he helps me to take risks and to get out of my comfort zone. I am very comfortable with the things that I know that I'm comfortable with. And he helps me to kind of say, you can do that. You can push harder. Um, And so even with, you know, I'm a health coach and I'm getting certified to be an Enneagram and marriage coach and even Mm -hmm. doing any of these things, he really pushed me to say, you know what, you can do this where, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm comfortable doing my current job. It's comfortable. It's not exciting Mm -hmm. or fun, but he -hmm. helps me with that. And also the fun, he really helps me to put work down and have some fun because that's what I need more of in my life. Oh, oh my goodness. Now that's beautiful that he not only shows you how to build that dream, but you get to fill in the details. And then he also says, but Hey, now let's have fun. Let's enjoy the dream. We built you guys built your dream house and you have a great family. And now you guys have such fun together. And I don't know if you'd mind sharing this wonderful ritual that you told me about that you guys do monthly, just because I think it's so inspiring for people. So are you talking about the hot tub coffee time? That one? No, that's another good one. <laughs> what are you oh, talking about? Oh, the, oh, okay. So there's a couple that we have instituted and a few of them are go based on the fact that um, we both like to be productive. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when we are home too much, we fall into the trap of, okay, we can just get this chore done or do this and not have fun. Mm-hmm. 
And so one thing that we do weekly now is uh, Saturday mornings, we're trying to spend some time connecting. And so we'll go in the hot tub and have coffee. But then once a month, my mom offers us, she's so generous as a two helper. She Mm -hmm. offers us um, overnight and we have a small beach house, nothing glamorous, but we will go Mm -hmm. down there for one night. And just to get away from our own house with the chores, the responsibilities, even the kids Mm -hmm. and to have one night to ourselves monthly has been amazing and we look forward to it so much and it really just helps us to reconnect and recharge um it's just been it's been such a blessing oh my gosh that's an amazing practice you guys have both of those the weekly and the monthly and i just think that there's nothing better for a type 1 than getting away um because it's just hard to do all the relaxing when the work is right in front of you and it could be done. And I'm just grateful. I'm just loving hearing this. And I know our listeners are like, Oh my gosh, like, I wonder if I could do that. And maybe me and a friend could trade or my parents or my cousin. And so there's all kinds of creativity that you guys can do to find and to steal away. Even if you're a couple of these really busy types, like the one and three, and I have worked with a lot of one and threes and sometimes they do get lost in the details and in the busy and in their amazing production. So when you told me those things, I was just like, wow, that's awesome. And I love that you guys do that. So thank you for sharing. And what would you say before we get into our holiday tips to other ones and threes? And like I said, we'll get him on Rob will come on sometime, but what would you just say to them if they were like, Hey, we're just starting out and we're a young one and three couple, or I'm married to one or three. Well, I think one of the things that the three really needs to know about, well, anyone really needs to know about the one is that we have this inner critic and the inner critic is always like, do more, be more productive, work harder, make it better. And so I think when my husband understood that he really understood where I was coming from and he was able to kind of teach me to back off a little bit, to accept imperfection, to, Mm -hmm. um, slow down. That's something that we're both really working on in general, both of our personalities are go, go, go. And so mm-hmm. slowing down and rest is so important. But once he understood that about me, um, it was really good for him to encourage me in this way. Mm-hmm. And then for him, I think one thing that I've really understood about him is that he really has a desire to achieve. He wants to achieve and that helps him to feel worthy. And so for him, it's constantly me just encouraging him and saying, you know, you are worthy no matter what you do and no matter what you achieve and mm. kind of just telling him that it's okay to, to stop. It's okay to not, not finish that now or not to accomplish that now. And for both of us, that has been a huge blessing. And the Enneagram has just opened our eyes to so much of each other's personalities, which is really helping us to glow better together. Oh, wow. I love that. I love that. The Enneagram has given you even so much more, just this whole experience of, gosh, this inner critic needs somebody to help me. And and some of it we do on our own, right? Like we can't just blame it all on our spouses or say, you didn't help me out of it, but this is what marriage is at its best. And it's Mm -hmm. neat for me to hear that you guys do that and you try to do that and nobody does it perfectly, but that you guys are in that process. That is so beautiful. And I know it must make your holidays a lot happier too. Yeah. You know what? I think it does. I think it helps us because for me, my goal on holidays is to make everything perfect. And he's Mm -hmm. just kind of like, sit down, slow down. You know, it, it doesn't, it's okay. If, this doesn't look the right way or this person's, this kid is not acting the right way. And he helps mm-hmm. me to kind of just enjoy it a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's 
what we need to remember and being more in the present, being more fun and laid back for us is very important. Mm, Yeah. Which is so cool because a three could move ahead into the future. A one could be present, but critical focus. And you're saying he brings the fun in and then together you're both present and relaxed. So, oh my gosh, well, that's beautiful to hear. I hope that everybody's thinking about ways that they can try to be at their best. And you have a lot to share with us in terms of how we can take care of ourselves over Thanksgiving too, because not only are you in this health field, but you also are able to speak from the self-preserving one perspective. I think that's a gift of yours. So tell us about moving through Thanksgiving with health and balance for our bodies, minds, hearts. Like, what do you do when you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I want to eat everything. I want to lay around, but I'm just feeling so groggy from all this. Like, how can we work through what we're going through in these times? Well, I think the holidays in general is a time many people associate with a lot of stress and worry and anxiety and planning and overeating and overindulging. And in reality, I think for me, it's just reframing my mindset to start and thinking it's not this, you know, for Mm -hmm. me, it's being very prepared. So Mm -hmm. like, to be honest, you know, I will have my Thanksgiving shopping done a week before just to have all the food. Mm -hmm. Um, that I need, except for the fresh things that I will get, you know, two days before or so, but Mm -hmm. I will have all that done. And then I'll plan out what time things will go into the oven. Mm -hmm. And then I do a lot of prep work the day before. So I will prep by like cutting the vegetables or um, getting the trays out that we use, things like that, I think help me personally to feel less anxious. Um, And then the day of Thanksgiving, it has always been my mom's holiday. So she has always been the one who did the majority of the cooking. And when we lived in Pennsylvania, we had a very big Thanksgiving gathering with all of our family that came. It was sometimes almost 30 people. It was beautiful. But since moving down here, it's gotten a lot smaller. And so uh, my mom and I will do it together. My husband will do certain things that he likes. But um, when we are prepping, we don't snack. So one of the things is my mom will have like a cup of tea Mm -hmm. and I will sometimes do tea or put a piece of gum in my mouth. That is one of my favorite tricks because Mm -hmm. then you're not constantly eating the whole time you're prepping, which could be a lot by the time you even (laughs) sit down to dinner, right? Uh, Don't I know it as a seven? (laughs) (laughs) Hence why I'm asking these tips. No, but I know everyone does this and whatever type we are, except maybe ones or a two with a one wing. Um, we could have this temptation. So yeah, tell us more. I love that gum trick, especially for those with an oral fixation. Yeah. So I think it helps a little bit too, because you, you don't even think about eating while you're chewing gum really. And then, Mm. um, what I also do is I always make sure, and actually in my daily life, I do this is to eat the vegetables first. And so a lot of times that you eat the vegetables first, the fiber will fill you up, but also it's great for your gut microbiome. I might be getting a little too advanced for you, but that's okay. Not at all. We love it. Okay. So it's really good because it's going to help your digestion. Mm -hmm. So it's going to fill you up a little bit and it's going to help your digestion. And so when you do eat the higher carb or the sweets or whatever it is you want to really indulge in, you're probably not going to want as much at that point because you're getting a little bit full and it's going to help your body to digest it better. So Mm. fill up on the vegetables. If you're doing like snacks or appetizers, make sure there's a veggie tray too. You know, you can have the, 
I don't know what people have for appetizers, buffalo dip or taco salad or taco dip. I mean, whatever it is you mm-hmm. do for appetizers, have those, but have mm-hmm. the vegetables too, you know, and well, that will help good, to oh, fill wow. you up a little bit. Yeah. We do like pickles and nut, but I also usually have a cheese ball. <laughs> so I really yes. need the veggies too, because I, that's like, I'm as you know, some of us who are future oriented, we like to have the appetizers are like our favorite thing, but by the time we get to the meal, we've ruined our appetite. So I love the idea of the fiber and the veggies being like a starter for this, where instead of just like sluggishly cheese balling it out. Yes. Yes. And I think a lot of times people too will pair things like that with just crackers or just bread, but it's Mm -hmm. like, why can't there be, you know, the tray have half vegetables on it? And people are also dipping vegetables in it, you know, and go back and forth. That's what I tell my kids, like have the cracker and then have the veggie, go back and forth. And it teaches them, you know, the moderation and the balance. That's amazing. And you know what I also love about what you're doing is I think that having been married to one for a long time, he is so cute that he will wait all day to eat too. And me and the girls, um, Jack, my son doesn't care as much either way. He's just playful and he's not a foodie, but the girls and I are foodies. And so I think in the old days before Enneagram, he would be more apt to say, you know, like we all need to not eat anything before. Um, and I just think we might've even like, just laughed or not known what to do with that. Cause it was so foreign to me and the girls, you know, we're like, what are you talking about? But what I hear from you is a, you still do that, but B that you leave room for people to be themselves, but you're offering them tips for how to do it graciously. Yeah. And I think part of the thing with holidays is people want to enjoy them in their own ways. And for some it's, you know, the appetizers for some, it's the food in general, for some, it's something else. But mm-hmm. I think that um, everyone needs to enjoy it in their own ways. And so for mm-hmm. me, it's it's about the family and the being together. And the food's kind of just an added bonus for me. Yes, um, that's what I love about you guys. That just <laughs> is beautiful. And so I'm like, you know what? If we can enjoy some healthier appetizers, then we're ready. And we always eat an earlier meal too. So that's yeah. another great tip for some people is you know, plan your meal earlier if you can, you know, mid afternoon, because it gives you some time afterwards to kind of burn it off and to not just want to, you might want to take a nap. Sure. But it's also a great option to take a walk or play a game of football with your family or whatever it is your family likes to do. I know for us, we always do a walk after dinner. You know, we clean up the dishes, we take a walk and then we'll have dessert and play games. And that's just really, really fun for us. And we usually are done eating with dessert by, you know, six or seven, and then we can kind of just be lazy for the rest of the night, but not feel so full and so lazy, you know? Oh my gosh. We're with you a hundred percent. I mean, we love to go for a walk after dinner. That's definitely one of our traditions too. And I know for those who are in the colder States, that's not always possible, but my brother has always led our family in a football game. So I love that you guys have that kind of fun too. We just down here, I feel like we often have elder, you know, and being in Florida, there's often an elderly relative or even friend that we've invited over. So we're not as apt to throw the football around, but I know that's what my family will be doing up North. And it's just so special to not just loaf in front of the video games all day, like save that for when it's dark out or something. But 
everybody needs to remember that this is a really cool holiday to like, it makes you hungrier. It makes you be able to fit more food in. I should not say that as a gluttonous (laughs) seven, but I have actually learned a lot through just trial and error about not ruining the day with gluttony. So, um, I often take a jog in the morning. We often do a Turkey trot. Wes is really, he is so, so social, uh, and so giving as a one that he, likes to do something in for the community. So in addition to whatever else we're doing, you know, sometimes that Turkey trot will say like bring canned goods or something like that. And it just gives us such a lift to be able to give instead of just making it about our family. Oh my gosh. I love that. That is so wonderful. And actually you're making me think that we have a local Turkey trot as well. And I keep resisting signing up for it thinking, I don't know. And now I'm like, maybe I should, it's such a nice idea to kind of fellowship and have that exercise in the morning, um, and that fresh air. So maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, that's awesome that you do that. Do you do it as a whole family? Just depends on the year. And it really depends on everybody because as you know, with COVID there really wasn't as much of that. So I even have to see if there is one, but what I started to do during those years was just my own personal Turkey trot and then our own family's quieter way of giving. So we'll have to see already this year where we're planning to do something of this nature, but it's just going to depend on everybody that day, because I know as far as how we're recording tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. So we'll have to see what everybody's feeling. I, I think a lot of people think that sevens aren't planners and we like to do everything spontaneously and that ones are, but Um, I think that people don't know, as you said earlier, ones are like sevens in health. So my husband often doesn't know what he wants to do till that day. A (laughs) hundred percent. And it's funny that you say that because on a holiday, I'm usually like a seven. I'm much more carefree and laid back. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I can be like, you just said a little gluttonous when, when I start eating. So I can resist eating all day, but once I start sometimes, especially with the sweets, it's like no holds barred. I am going for it. And that's my downside. So I completely understand your husband being a seven on that day and you (laughs) falling into gluttony. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to restrict and hold back sometimes. Yes. And I think we need to do this for ourselves versus our spouses, like ever telling us, because we were talking about cycles and hormones before this. And this is a conversation for men and women in the way that men have a lot to do with, you know, men are like, what's going on with my wife? Like they need to know the cycles too. But recently when I had a cycle, I said to my husband, you know, I really need a day of a cleanse because it's rough. And he was just so cute, but sweet. And he's like, how about just a little piece of cake from Melody's Greek project? Cause she made this amazing spinach pie and all this stuff for her Greek history lesson. And I was like, no, like, you know, do you not know that I'm gluttonous? (laughs) So I think that like our spouses have to be like, you know, brought in, but like, also we have to do our own work. Does that make sense? Completely. I always say to my husband, he'll be like, he can have just like one little cookie or one little cupcake. Like, and I'm like, no, I need, I would need to eat like five. So it's better if I just don't eat anything or just have something else because I then just need to eat. Yes. And I, I envy the people that can eat one piece of chocolate. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to eat the whole bar. It's either. Yeah. And so I won't eat chocolate the entire week so that one day I can eat a whole bar. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you have a great self-control in that way because some of us would like, Hey, I eat the bar every day. And it's, it's a life lesson for those of us like that, that our bodies are, we have to steward them because they're made for a certain amount of time and wear and tear. And so we have to remember that like they won't work as well. They won't last as long. They won't run as efficiently. When I think about that, it helps me a lot to take it easier and to buy healthier foods. And so that's where I think we can bless each other and the family is we can encourage that, but ultimately don't rely on your spouse this Thanksgiving to tell you what you can eat or not eat. Listen to your body. It's made well, so you can identify what you can do. Now, do you have any other tips for just eating or nutrition that day before we talk about some relationship tips? Yeah, I just have one more that I was thinking about. Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes on a big holiday, you feel like you've spent hours preparing the meal and then it takes like 30 minutes to eat it. And it's like, wait, that was over too fast. Or the meal just goes so fast. And I know I have young kids. And so sometimes it's like they eat fast and they're done and they want to go play. Well, one thing that we do is we like to do a lot of like games at dinner. And so this year I've printed out some cards I forget where I found them actually, but I printed out some like questions about thankfulness on cards and they're in various things, but they're more suitable for younger children. But, you know, not just what are you thankful for, but like, I don't know, what food are you thankful for? Or, um, what, I don't know, subject in school, are you thankful for very specific questions? And we'll put them in some type of basket and we'll pass it around and each person will pick one out and read them. And then everyone answers it. And it helps Mm -hmm. us to slow down. And it also helps those eaters that are fast eaters to slow down because they have to stop and talk. Mm -hmm. And so you have to put your fork down to answer the question or to read the question. And so we kind of do that a lot of times on Sunday dinners as well, little question games or activities. That way we can all kind of get that connection in addition to the eating. That's fantastic. I love that you guys slow down and do that. And that does make the meal slow down. That's interesting. So do you guys say like, we can all take a bite after this and, and you take it that slow or no? No, we don't like give directions of like how people can do it, but it's like, okay. if it's my turn, I'm reading the question. And so other people might be eating, but then it will go around the table and we'll say like, okay, you answer. And so the person we wait till they're done chewing so they can answer. And it just helps to kind of break it up a little bit. Mm, um, I and I know my kids that. really enjoy just like picking the question out of the basket and, oh, it's my turn. It's my turn, you know? Mm. And so it really, and it helps us, I think too, to just bring in that idea of thankfulness that I think is so easily pushed to the side on this holiday. Sometimes we just need to keep that in mind what the holiday is really about. I love that. And it's a beautiful way to just show the kids. It's not just about the food. It's not just about gorging ourselves. We talk about what's really, you know, why we're here is, which is to pause, to reflect in gratitude to God for everything we've had this past year. And I know a lot of families love to do that tradition where they go around and everybody says what they're thankful for. And it sounds like you do that in this way. And we love to do that as well. And it can be really deeply emotional. And that's awesome. I love that. I have to pause as a seven and allow it to be there instead of just laughing it off. But it really happens because I'm intentional. I think maybe even just being a therapist in the background, I'm like, I can do this, but it's not natural. So for those listening like me, where it might be more natural to say, now we're going to eat, now we're going to play video games. Now we're going to go for the walk. 
it's nice to stop and pause. And my son was just asking me this week, Hey, make sure you print our Thanksgiving bingo, because we always have fun playing a little Thanksgiving bingo game too. So it's a cool idea that you just threw in to make sure you include some family fun and games. I love that. That's oh my so gosh. Awesome. I love that you play Thanksgiving bingo. That's so fun. And you're going to have to send me maybe the cards or whatever it is you print out, because that sounds like a game my family would love. Like Aww. it would, we just love playing board games and we always um, play actually Scrabble and categories. Usually it's like during dessert time or after dessert time. And I just have so many beautiful memories growing up when we had the whole family at my mom's house and we would play categories or apples to apples. And it's just the laughter that comes out and people's personalities. And it's so great because, you know, a family's full of so many personalities and so many Enneagram types that sometimes not everyone is heard. But in a game like those, mm, it's yeah. really great because you get to hear everyone and you get really Ooh. get to know everyone who you might only see, you know, like once or twice a year for me, some of my cousins or it's really mm. nice. I never thought about that, that those games would be amazing for people who are waiting for their voices to be heard because everybody can get in there and say, this is what I thought of. This is what I thought of. That's awesome. I hope you guys are listening to that and I will share it and I will share it in the show notes too. For those who have families of just, Hey, we have cousins coming over and, or we're going to some cousin's house or I have little kids or whatever. It's DLTK kids.com. And I will share that in the show notes, but it's a fun game of bingo for you guys. And thank you for sharing these tips about eating. I'm absolutely overjoyed at those. And I think that what we were saying earlier about our cycles and things, we're going to have more episodes talking about health. It's such a blessing to have Jen going through any and marriage certification on top of her amazing educational background, her health coaching. So we will be having her back on to talk about cycles and nutrition again, and you and Rob's story, but let's talk a little bit about relationships now, because I know that you guys are looking for ways to get along as a couple over the holidays too. So I'm sure Jen, you've seen just in movies, in family, couples can have a lot more stress around the holidays. Oh my gosh. Yes. And of course, like we've gone through it, you know, and who knows if we'll go through it again this year. I mean, I think the biggest thing for us right now is like the, we do the, the upfront work now. So it's like, if we're staying true and having that connecting time right now and attuning with one another, mm -hmm. then hopefully we'll prevent that. But if it comes up, I think a lot of it too, is just, you know, being honest with one another about what's important on the holiday. And so my husband just told me the other day, like he, it is really important for him to make the mashed potatoes. Like mm -hmm. I never make them. My mom usually does, but he likes that. He grew up doing that. He thinks he makes the best and that's fine. But I had mm -hmm. not, not known that we've yeah. been together for so long. And I'm like, ah, how did I not know you want to make the mashed potatoes? And so mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, it's just like, say what's important to you. Mm -hmm. And make that known to everyone in the family so that you can have that thing, you know, mm -hmm. and then you don't become upset or bitter or resentful that you didn't get it when no one knew that's what you wanted. Right. That's really good that he told you that and that you listened and that it was just said plainly. And I do think that's how, especially a lot of us are ones, eights and nines listening. And I think that's something that is really helpful for these types especially and for men in general, because when you are very direct, 
it's logical and clear. And there are some women that work that way as well. Like fives and threes can work this way as well, whether male or female, but it's nice for us to hear you saying you listen, he communicates it well, and it's an efficient new process. And your mom does other great things and she's a two and she's mm-hmm. relational. So she's not probably as tied to that specifically, I would imagine. Yeah. And it's funny because it was like, she's like, I never knew you liked making the mashed potatoes. I didn't know that it was important to you. And he's like, it is. And he's like, well, please make them from now on, you know? And I think for her, it's like, well, it's important for her to have Thanksgiving at her house. She's always done this holiday. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't know that. And that was something that that was the first time she told us. And I said, okay, that will be at your house is Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You will have that holiday. And she said, I don't care what other holidays you have, but it's, for her, that was a, took a lot for her as a two to say that because mm-hmm. she tends to want to go along with what everyone wants just to make everyone happy mm-hmm. and to help everyone to move things smoothly along. And mm-hmm. so it took a lot for her to say that. And I was so happy that she did because I'm like, okay, now I know that's important for you yeah. and we will have Thanksgiving at your house. And it's, it really taught me a lot this year about how people just need to speak up. And for me, I said, the only thing is, is I want to play a family game. That is important for me. That's what I remember. And so <laughs> that I know will happen, but I said, I don't care what else happens. That's all I want. And so all of us saying that I think is going to give us a much smoother holiday. I hope <laughs> I do too. And I hope it isn't going to cross with others that are exactly opposite. That's what I was going to just remind people of is to be considerate of others with different stances, others with different, we've talked about so many different groupings on this podcast. And I think that the head, heart, body triad and the other part of us that is our instinctual part kind of come out a lot in these days where we're like, I'm a heart person and I just want to connect with people or I'm a safety person and anxiety based. And I just want to make sure I'm safe. And I think the body types are like, here's what's right and wrong. And so when we can all be curious versus condemning to our spouses, I think Mm -hmm. that takes us a long way. And you just brought us back to the instinctual part, because we go back to what's comfortable and familiar and safe instinctually. And for your mom, it's for some reason, she feels safest most comfortable and more relationally able to give as a two from her own home base. And that's something I love hearing that you honor. Yes. And it's just, it's interesting to me because when we moved down here, a lot of things changed and losing that Thanksgiving at her house in Pennsylvania that we had for many, many years. I know it was really hard, but I didn't realize she wanted to carry that over, even if it was a much smaller group. Mm -hmm. And so now that I see that I can understand the importance of it and we can honor that. And, you know, we're making different traditions now in different ways now that we live in a different place, but keeping certain traditions alive is really important. Mm, Yeah. I love that. We're reminding it's not just us and ourselves on Thanksgiving day, you know, and it never should be, but we do that sometimes where we're like, well, the nuclear family or our unit has to be more important. And I get that. And I think it's, even if you have a faith life, that's very faith oriented, but there's also something about stepping over that threshold and getting to be a kid for a minute. And I'm saying this as a person who doesn't even have parents anymore. So I don't mean this selfishly. I just mean it as a human desire. And I was listening to Sarah Grove's song, This House. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's an amazing song to listen to, but a friend who's a three just told me, Hey, I want you to see my house that my parents are selling. And it's, you know, it's really actually her father, her mom passed. And I knew that she was showing me because 
as a three, this was her way of saying like, this is a hard moment. She wasn't mm-hmm. going to say that she was going to say, isn't this a beautiful house? And that's what she said. Isn't it lovely? And it is lovely, but I knew this is a lot of holding a lot of emotions and memories for you. So mm-hmm. I sent her Sarah Grove song, this house, and I told her what a beautiful house it was, but I'm saying that because in the song, Sarah's like, crossing over the threshold of this house, there's a memory in every corner. Mm -hmm. So even if your mom's moved or your parents are in different spots, or you don't even have parents, there's all these memories that come up and draw us into our instinctual spaces on Thanksgiving that I think couples need to be aware of. Have you ever experienced that? Yes. I was just going to say holidays in general, I think bring up so many of those memories and it, it's so interesting, especially if you still have parents around because they have all their memories that they carry from childhood. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much that go into it. And it's so interesting because you bring a group together and, you know, sometimes they're family and sometimes they're friends and you don't know, you know, what memories they have or what baggage they might be carrying. And so I think (laughs) there's a lot of space and grace that needs to happen just in general on holidays. We just need to say to everyone, we're going to give you grace. We're going to give you space and we're going to honor what it is that you need. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important for us to remember as we move into all these holidays. Me too. So even if you're a teetotaler and you don't have alcohol, maybe ask, would you like wine available? Would you, you know, what makes you feel comfortable? Do you like to watch a football game? You know, find out what your guests like, try to honor them. Try not to be just all about you because this is a day for celebrating everybody and especially thanking God that all of the family and friends have passed through your lives are still in your lives. All the people who have built you up and encouraged you and just loved you. Um, you get a chance to thank God for them and to celebrate them well. So yes, it's about the food. It's about the games, but ultimately it's about thanking God and community on that day. So I hope that everyone really enjoys it. And I hope that they give their spouses a lot of grace. If they do just want to cross over that threshold crawl into child mode for five or six hours and just be comfortable for a bit and just let them do that. That's just such a gift to them. Yeah. So well said. I completely agree. Oh, well, thank you so much for your amazing tips. Now I'm even more excited for Thanksgiving because I'm going to be eating my veggies first (laughs) and I'm going to maybe even have the cheese ball still. We'll see. I'm trying to be (laughs) as low dairy as possible. Um, but I'm really excited that we got to chat. It's, it's always a blessing to get to talk to you multiple times a week, but just for our listeners to get to hear you. Thank you. Yes. No, thank you so much for this opportunity and thank you for welcoming me into onto your team and into this community. It's been such a blessing and I'm just so excited to see all the places we're going to go. Oh, me too. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you, Crystal. Okay. I'm so glad we got a chance to talk to Jen. I hope you love her as much as I do. She is just so safe and she is such a wonderful person. And for this season of my life, she's a blessing in it. I hope for a long season selfishly, but I also just love seeing Jen come into her own as a health coach, as an Enneagram and marriage coach. And I'm just so privileged that she's on my team with me as I feel about every single person on my team and all of you listening. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have a happy Thanksgiving. You know, you are at the top of my list as far as what I'm thankful for. And if you need more tips, don't forget to grab your glow guides or your glow planner with us if you want to do that next year. And you know, that code is BOGO GLOW. And I hope that you have such a great day. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.